0: If you've been given a a job to do and you just felt or you knew that you weren't ready for it and you felt that you just weren't capable enough to do it and you felt that you weren't worthy of this task that was uh, offered to you or put in your hands, but in the end, you were just the one for the job, looking back on it, this is a great movie. I like movies. Um, it's one of my favorites. and It's an awesome dramatic story about a person named uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius. No bites. It's a movie called Gladiator. Anyway, it's about a general in the Roman Empire. And at the beginning of the film, he's talking to the Emperor Marcus Aurelius, after they've just gone through a huge battle, and he's telling them about his plans now. And he's finally going home to be with his family. And Marcus Aurelius says, Wonderful. There's one more task that I must ask of you before you return home. And he stands up and he says, What would you have me do? Meaning, name it. You got it. And... Uh, Mark Sorelli says, I want you to be emperor. And there's this pause. You know, he tells him, I want you to be the protector of Rome and the, the servant of the people in a republic rather than a monarchy. So he's telling him the one thing that he doesn't want to hear. And he asks him, do you accept this great honor that I've offered you? And he says, with all my heart, No. And at that point, uh, the emperor, he grabs him and says, that is why it must be you. Because he knew that uh, he was the, the person for this great task of leadership, for his potential, for his leadership, but more importantly, because uh, of his humility in it. And if you haven't seen the movie, he becomes a glad eater, not the emperor. He becomes a, a slave and a gladiator. But in the end, he gives his life for the freedom of all the people and for love and for honor of the man who believed in him. So strangely, sometimes the best person for the job isn't the person who necessarily wanted the job. It sounds strange. you know. Why is that? I mean, it's so easy for us uh, sometimes to... Make the mistake, when we achieve something, when we're recognized, and come into our, a role of leadership, it's easy to finally feel, I did it. You know, I did it all in my own steam, and finally, I'm um, get the respect that I deserve. We don't mean it that way, but it happens a lot of the time. And when we're handling a task or a role and a challenge, most importantly when it affects others, sometimes a person who's weary or hesitant of saying yes should be so. Because, because when we receive power, and power is given to us of authority, it's all for the sake and for the good of others that we're responsible for. So the one that doesn't necessarily want the job, maybe the best one for it. Or the person that, that accepts a role joyfully does so because of the excitement to make a difference in others' lives, a greater difference rather than their own. So there's a greater, the greater responsibility we get, the greater call for humility. And I think the story and a lot of witnesses and people's lives there's a balance between courage and accepting the opportunities that are given to us, whatever they may be, courage in ourselves, but then balance with humility in knowing, accepting a task that ultimately God has given us the gifts to earn it. God has given us this role, and it's for others. So courage and humility. Humility. And it's our humility that makes us worthy of being for others, serving others, and being a witness for others. So when we're encouraged, and when we're encouraged to step forward for others, accept it with confidence in yourself, and for the joy of the opportunity. But growth and success, leadership, authority, should rightly make us more dependent on God, desperately more dependent on God rather than less. And the key to remaining humble is loving the one who empowers you and who believes in you and putting your gifts to the service of the people that you belong to. The way the Maximus loved Marcus Aurelius through to the end and gave his life for the freedom of Rome. He did it for the love of his friend and for what he wanted. The way that Solomon loved God with such an awe and dependency when he was called to lead Israel, he did it for his God and what he wanted. In the first reading, it's clear that Solomon is daunted and he's intimidated by what God is asking him. He says, I'm a mere youth. I don't know at all how to act. Lord, you've made me a leader, but who on earth can lead your people? It's a reasonable question for the Lord. But he had the courage to know that the Lord was asking him, for reasons beyond him, the role of leadership. So all he asked for was, just give me an understanding heart. What else can I ask for? Just to know right and wrong. And that's a good prayer for us. Because it can be daunting to have responsibility for others. In our work, around our peers, for our friends, for our families. To have responsibility that we know in our heart the Lord is asking of us, but we don't know what to say or how to act. When someone confides in us with a problem that there is no answer to. It's daunting. Or when and how to correct someone that we see is going in the wrong direction. And when we're responsible for leading others in their responsibilities. And knowing that we have to be modeled for our friends, for our family, when we ourselves have so much to work on. So maybe the best thing we can ask for is an understanding heart and an open mind to where the Holy Spirit is leading from moment to moment in humility. So in our humility, God then gives us assurance that we were destined and we are all capable of greatness because we were destined to be joined to Christ. We're reminded today that we're destined for a life of growth and greatness and holiness because of the gifts that God gave us through our birth and through our baptism. And through our gifts, God gives us each a vocation. He is calling us to the greatest way that we can give of ourselves, and live our lives for the world. And by simply walking our calling every day, no matter what it is, to what extent we know what it is, we're made worthy because of the one who called us in the first place and the one who walks with us. And finally, our life can be filled with glory. God's glory. Only when when and only when we glorify God as our motivation for success and just letting him love us, which makes us able to love others. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, know your worth. When we doubt ourselves, know you're worthy of serving others and of great tasks and leadership of others. Because we live in a great land of opportunity, don't we? Where we have so much freedom and so much opportunity to tap into our potential and to bring fruit from whatever gifts that we offer. So long as we remember who we're doing it for, our King, our King, Christ our Lord who truly loves who we are, who fully sees what we're capable of, and will show us, just with an open heart, will show us each, each day, this is what I'm choosing you for today. So as we pursue the American dream, may our motivation be rooted in the Christian dream to make the most of ourselves for the glory of God and for the love that we all call to share.